Welcome to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn, equipping, coaching, and restoring missionaries to answer God's call. Today is the second part on change and transition. Last time we covered roles, responsibilities, and relationships. Remember, change has to do with the physical move and external factors whereas transition is psychological and refers to our internal response. Before we tackle the importance of saying goodbye and leaving well, let's review the phases that come before that in change and transition. Phase one is the involvement phase. This involves your roles, responsibilities, and relationships before you moved. We have to relinquish our roles and responsibilities to somebody else. Phase two is the leaving phase. This can start as soon as six months before you leave your home country. You start to disengage as a way to prepare for leaving. Although many celebrations are happening during this time, there can also be a lot of conflicts and hurt feelings, known or unknown. It's common to deny the feelings of rejection personally and for your family and or your children in an effort to anticipate and expect what is to come. Since talking about our feelings and sadness is not usually normal for us, it can be dismissed. However, when we push aside the feelings, we are not allowing space to grieve. Denial of the rejection leads to sadness. Sadness leads to guilt. And then we deny the guilt. It's important to admit and express our feelings and allow others to do the same. This is hard to do without taking on feeling responsible for causing ourselves or others to feel this way. It's hard not to take our kids' sadness personally. We can't deny guilt without generating real problems. Therefore, we need to learn the art of leaving well. We leave well by, number one, resolving unfinished business. You can't deny guilt without generating real problems. There will be real problems if we don't deal with the unresolved personal conflicts. Sidney Bergman was a psychiatrist in the U.S. Peace Corps. Observing, he knows many of the returning Peace Corps volunteers had difficulties readjusting. He began to wonder, Why do all these people have a wonderful experience on the other part of the globe and then fail to adjust when they come home? Some adjusted, others did not. Some cannot adjust to jobs. They wander around. They cannot focus. What was the difference? He did some research to discover what made the difference. For the ones who did not adjust, they found one reason that kept floating to the top. It was unresolved personal conflicts. What would happen is a person would have a problem with a coworker or a national and they would say, well, you know, six months from now, I'm going to climb on a plane. I'm going back into my home country. I'll be 5,000, 10,000 miles away from here and I'll never see these people again. So what they would do is they would pack their bags and arrive in their home country with their visible suitcase in hand and a very heavy, invisible backpack of all the unresolved problems they were carrying along with them. Please listen carefully. This may be one of the most important things I say to people who are on the mission field. Jesus said in Matthew 5:23 to 24, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, 
Go and be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. So we go overseas to love and give of our life, gifts, talents, money, time. And Jesus would rather have us lay all of our service down, all of our sacrifice down for one minute and take care of all the unresolved conflicts, maybe from our home church, a family member, a former ministry or job. He would rather have us take care of those conflicts than to serve carrying a bag of garbage on our backs of past hurts and offenses. Here are some quotes about conflict. Resolving conflict is rarely about who is right. It is about acknowledgement and appreciation of differences. Thomas Crum. Conflict can destroy a team which hasn't spent time learning to deal with it. Thomas Iskar. Unresolved conflict leads to less than adequate performance, resentments, and lack of motivation. Fran Rees. The quality of our lives depends not on whether we have conflicts, but on how we respond to them. Tom Crum. Sometimes we view conflict like emotions, that it's bad. But emotions and conflict are neither good nor bad. It's just an indicator of something that went wrong or something that needs to be dealt with. Conflict can be an indicator of these things. Incompatibility. A difference in idea, desire, or activity. A disagreement or a miscommunication. So missionaries are in the people business, so we need to learn to get along with people, including ourselves. We fool ourselves when we think we can just bury it, bury the hurts, bury the offenses, and try to carry on as normal. This is the key issue in the transition experience. Take care of the garbage by number one, resolving unfinished business, and two, we leave well by saying goodbye to people, places, things, and even pets. We can imagine a senior in high school, let's assume that they've had a teacher that meant a lot to them, and he's leaving and he can handle it in one of two ways. He can just leave, graduate without saying goodbye. I mean, maybe he's afraid he'll get too emotional. So he leaves and he says to himself, you know, I'm probably never going to see Mr. So-and-so again. And it feels to him like lid of a coffin has just been dropped shut. So it's good to tell seniors, you know, if a teacher meant a lot to you, if you have had teachers you especially appreciate, you need to go to them and let them know. Say it to them face to face. That's part of the release. Because when you reaffirm a relationship, you're saying, this isn't the end of the relationship. We may not see each other for years. We may never see each other again. But the relationship is still intact. I let you know that I appreciate you. I let you know the sense of affection is warm and positive and the relationship is affirmed. This is a closure that is very freeing. Another example is there was a UN girl, United Nations girl, and a U.S. Embassy girl from Afghanistan in Kabul when the Russians invaded Afghanistan. Those in the U.S. Embassy left right away, but the UN girl had a chance to say goodbye. She described going back into her old school building, which was in shambles, with desks turned over. But she worked the lock on her locker, took her books out, went into her homeroom, sat at her desk, and wrote something on the blackboard. When the embassy girl, 
who had been in the same school, heard this, she was in tears. Suddenly, she started sobbing. So the UN girl asked, what's the matter? And the embassy girl replied, I never got to say goodbye. So both were pained by the leaving. But there was a big difference in the one who had the opportunity to say goodbye and the one who just left. Now, my kids personally have had to say a lot of goodbyes just to friends from international or bilingual schools. And I remember this one time in particular, my daughter had a girl that was leaving and I think there were like four goodbyes for the same girl, like a party at school and then there was a party at her house and then they went out to dinner. So when my daughter asked, can you bring me to the airport to say another goodbye? I was like, no way. Like you've already said goodbye. And for us, that kind of travel in the country, it was like 30 minutes through the city. It wasn't easy to coordinate. But I'm glad now looking back that my husband said he'd take her and went there. So after I had learned about how important goodbyes were, I'm so glad that she had the chance to have that closure. And it actually became a tradition of whoever showed up at the airport as our kids were going off to college or going back to the States. They would all meet there and say goodbye. So start the process of saying goodbye early. Otherwise, you won't be able to get around to everybody. Say goodbye to people. Say goodbye to places. Maybe it's a quiet time spot or your house or a favorite place you like to eat. Say goodbye to things, products maybe that you won't be able to buy or cooking items or snow. Say goodbye to pets. I had a missionary friend who left a dog behind and later realized he needed that dog on the field. So he actually made a way to bring the dog down to the mission field. So besides leaving your home country and entering your host country, you may have many other opportunities to say goodbye. There'll be missionaries moving to another ministry. There'll be missionaries leaving the field. There'll be natives moving locations, maybe within or outside of the country. We saw this happen with the caravan of 2018. There might be a goodbye to a child going off to college or even your return to your home country. So feel free to contact me if you need following resources on sending a kid to college or leaving your host country for an exit strategy. We leave well by number one, resolving unfinished business. Number two, saying goodbye to people, places, things, and pets. And third, by looking ahead realistically. We need to look ahead and face the fact that there may be difficulties coming up. There are some things we will probably experience. If we acknowledge what might come, then we can ask and prepare ourselves for how are we going to deal with them when we get there. It is helpful to talk to someone who has already gone through this and think through how you will handle certain situations. Acknowledge, do not ignore the difficulties that come. It doesn't automatically get easier because you have traveled or moved or done this before, been on a short-term trip before. Do not think something is wrong with you because you are wrestling with some emotions. And locate where you are in the transition experience and realize God will help you transition through to victory, to re-involvement. There is a great anacronym in the book Third Culture Kids written by Dave Paula called RAFT, R-A-F-T. It may be easier to remember as you say goodbyes. R is for reconciliation. This involves reconciling with people and making relationships right. 
It doesn't matter if people's hurts were real or if they perceived them. It's not the time to have the last word or be right. It's time to say sorry and forgive others. A is for affirmation. This involves telling people how you feel about them and why. This could be done verbally or written. F is for farewell. It's important to actually say goodbye to people, places, things, and pets. Create a calendar of last. Last day at church with family, your favorite restaurant, favorite meals and foods. T is for think destination. Start thinking about and preparing for where you're going. Talk about how it will be different and how it will be the same. This could be a time to talk about conflict of emotions between excitement and sadness. So reaffirm how these are a natural and normal part of the process. How do you generally handle goodbyes? When you moved overseas, how did the goodbyes go? Did you say goodbye to places? Did anyone around you show hurt feelings? Did you resolve some problems? Have you left any unresolved conflict? And what do you plan to do about it? If you have been living overseas for years, then still evaluate how the goodbyes went when you moved. If you are about to leave or change ministry or roles, then insert what you can do so you can leave well. Other people do not enter a country well because they have not left the other country well, and they've left too many loose ends. In order to say hello well, we must first say goodbye well. Some of you may be saying, well, what do I do now? So why am I bringing this up now? Because some of you need to get on email or Skype. What do you need to do? Do you need to say goodbye adequately to somebody? Do you need to express love and appreciation to someone? Do you need to ask somebody for forgiveness? Some of you need to let people know what was going on with you as you were in the situation of detaching from them. Maybe it is a recent conflict. Learn to resolve them now. If you feel like crying, cry. You cannot do this without God's help. Now, some people don't say goodbye to their supporters because they will be actively involved in the transition and visiting on furlough. In this situation, you can say, I will miss you for that closure to a new chapter and for that change and transition in the relationship. But why do I deal with this now? Remember, in order to say hello well, you need to have done an adequate job of saying goodbye. This is a key for you as well as your staff. You don't want volunteers and workers with baggage. Some missionaries are running away from problems, life, and unresolved conflicts. So we need to resolve this unfinished business, say goodbye to people, places, things, and pets, and look ahead realistically. Thank you for listening today, and remember, trust God and answer the call. Thank you for listening to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn. If you have questions or topic ideas, please leave a comment or send a voice message. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share or give at worldoutreach.org backslash 349. For more information on Answer the Call Ministries, please visit the website at www.atcministries.org.